0: from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code TAGS, T-A-G-S.
1: You have one unheard message.
2: and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
0: What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex podcast, this is episode 288, and I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Lincoln, just fresh out of his class teaching. How are you, Lincoln?
3: I'm good. I'm refreshed. It was good.
0: <laughs> nice. Showered and, and sounds like you had a great A very classes. quick
3: shower afterwards, but I had to do that. I love it when you take a shower and you see the dirt in the water.
0: Oh, like, <laughs> yes.
3: That, <is> happening. <laughs> like, that bike ride down from Hell's Kitchen on 9th Avenue is just a broken up street mess so all the dirt in the air is just stuck on me and now it's not absolutely
0: yeah. and joining us in for jeremy ross lopez is tags live co-host cody Maurice staggett how are you
4: hello darlings i'm doing wonderful thank you it's so good to be on and with you guys this evening
0: Yay. I love it. I love it. Well, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Um, lots of things went on this weekend, including I was, uh, you know, the Olympics finally or ended over on Sunday. And this was a cool quote that I heard. If you took all of the out LGBTQ athletes and put them together as a country, They would rank 10th for all medal holders. Isn't that really cool? And something that probably hasn't been said or possible in so many Olympics. That's That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's totally cool. There was just so many, including trans athletes. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Exactly. So I thought that was really cool. The other fun thing was I was out and about this weekend. And one of the fun stories that I had was so I was out with my friend on Saturday night here in New York at the New York Eagle. And this adorable man, he had to be in his, I don't know, early 70s, maybe. He was so cute. He came up to me and my friend and had these white socks on and he asked us in the crowded bar can i ask you guys a question are my socks too high because i know and we looked over down at. i know we looked over down on him and we said i mean they're cute socks but (laughs) perhaps perhaps a little higher than He says, yeah, I was hoping for kind of more, you know, ankle or a little higher. And I mean, they were like all the way below his knee, like stretched up. He says, well, should I bring him down and scrunch him down? And so we said, well, a little bit. Well, then he scrunched him down and they were like look like wrinkled up i well, well, not that low you could actually go a little higher and so i actually got on my knees not to do that but to help him out as a stylist a little bit and i fixed his socks to like a level that was you know where the boys are working it right now and we said there you go and he was like thank you so much and he scurried off to have fun so (laughs) shout out to that and I, I just thought that was so fun and we were having such a good time the other thing that speaking of daddies recently I've been looking at Instagram people saying they're trying to get rid of their dad body. A guy I mentioned that I'm talking to, he's trained, he has a dad body. I've been hearing that a lot. Have you guys been hearing that? And what's up with the dad body thing? Is it like a COVID thing that I've been we saying gained it, a little bit mean, of
4: hearing it? <laughs> have you been saying it? <laughs> I got to get rid of this dad bod. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like it's hashtag dad body and we're all blaming it have you been hearing that Lincoln you're teaching class and so Uh,
3: well yeah uh, classes are just back you know just a couple months I've heard that on and off throughout the years throughout the past year or two yeah there was the dad bod conversation happening like in mainstream media I remember they talked about it on the view two years ago maybe longer so I like but have the gays adopted it yeah I think so. I don't know. I'm, I'm in the bear week world. So so dad bods (laughs) are kind of revered, but I prefer a muscle bear over a a dad bear, I guess. I don't know. Something I did mention at one point, uh, right. um, Is that, you know, I was at bear week seven years ago in Provincetown. I think that was my first. And over the years, I've seen people just get healthier Oh, nice. So that was kind of like encouraging. Some people were like, oh, the muscle bears are taking over. The circuit queens are taking over. And I was like, no, actually, I just think people are getting healthier and watching a little more what they're eating. No one's, you know, super fit or super one side of the spectrum or another. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I think dad bod is kind of sexy, I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we've sexually.
0: adopted it Screw to it. make you
3: know.
0: I think when we were referring to like the straits, perhaps maybe it wasn't like the the hottest thing ever. But now, but the other thing I would say about it is, myself included, during the lockdown, I f- I did. I wasn't in the gym, and I was doing like all these aerobics classes and every YouTuber sensation. I was trying. to. Things, But then I was also watching a lot of TV and not going anywhere and eating what I wanted to and put on a little bit of extra. And I've noticed I'm so happy, even with the damn mask, wearing them in the gym, that the gyms are back open. Because for me personally, I just... I tried everything. I tried, you know, hit classes. I tried running on the track. I tried every kettlebell things, outdoors, calisthenics. And really for me, what keeps me in shape is scheduling and going into the gym. And that works for me. But Cody, you haven't been back in the gym in a minute, but yet you, you have gotten used to your home workouts.
4: I have. Uh, My boyfriend has got me going to the gym more and more i i'm just dipping my big toe into that gym pool right now because i'm just i'm so happy with my home workouts and i'm and i can do what i need to do here so why even go back to the gym and it's just so crowded i feel like so i'm like what like, gyms you go to cody uh we go to blake and i don't even have a oh nice okay there i just go when he goes <clears throat> right
0: Nice. Well, keep it up. Whatever you're doing, and we love our dead bodies. Keep it up. I love it. Moving on, though, uh, Lincoln, you'll appreciate this story because we were talking about P-town during the Fourth of July. How many COVID cases had were on the rise? And there's this really great story. I'm going to post this on tagspodcast.com about entitled "How a Gay Community Helped the CDC." spot a covid outbreak and learn more about delta and it's essentially the cdc has a lot of ways to pick up on covid outbreaks but those methods often take a while to bear fruit and it talks uh we triggered the investigation as people were getting systematic says dimitri uh I'm not going to say his last name because I'm going to screw it up but <laughs> a deputy incident manager for cdc's covid-19 response And how did they do it? It was thanks to a tip from a citizen scientist named Michael Donnelly. He's a data scientist in New York City's tech sector. He started publishing his own coronavirus data reports early in the pandemic, and he launched a website, covidoutlook.info, with Drexel University's epidemiologist Michael LeVasseur. And following leads from his personal network, Donnelly documented over 50 breakthrough cases coming out of Provincetown practically in real time and shared it with the CDC. And we all remember that time, guys, where it was, yeah. And there's some great tips that he literally shared with everybody. One thing I wrote, uh, it's no accident, Donnelly says, that his friends were so open The norms of the gay community say, share your medical history, share your risks with other people so that they can be responsible and take care of themselves as well. He says that came with years of practice within the community, particularly around HIV and AIDS. And through all this work, they managed to get all those numbers. Like now the numbers in Provincetown have come down. It was thanks to this guy, Donnelly, And I remember seeing all of these CNN stories out of there. And I think it was directly thanks to him. Lincoln, that's pretty cool. Because you were also telling us you had friends that were at that week, weekend. And they were also in real time putting out messages on Facebook, right?
3: Yeah, but it wasn't Independence Day weekend. It was Bear Week. It was the weekend after 4th of July. Okay. So 4th of July is like circuit boy week and then bear week got hit really hard. Oh wow. Like COVID hit it really hard. So much so that I was listening to WNYC last week <clears throat> and they did an advertisement for a full hour show about the effect of COVID on Provincetown during you know the week after 4th of July. And it might have all got clumped into like three weeks across the board. I don't know, but a lot of friends. I was just um, on Instagram two days ago. The old representative for um, Keels, Chris, who's a great guy, good friend of mine. He was the ambassador for the Pride Parade like five years ago. He was at Bear Week this week, and he was on his Instagram doing a live story about how if he was not vaccinated, he does not know if he'd be alive right now because oh, of how wow. hard COVID hit him. So, and I, I have, yeah, there's a lot, I have friends from that have gone to Fire Island and gotten COVID. It's still out there. We didn't succeed when it comes to vaccinating enough people. Yeah. We just didn't, you know? And I was, I'll tell this little story, just because everyone should be cautious. It's not about being scared. I know we're tired of the topic, but it's going to be with us for a while, whether we're gay or straight or anything else. I was at the bakery Two weeks ago, and the door was locked because I had salty pretzel on my dog at the bakery. And I keep the door locked so she doesn't get out. And there was a straight couple with a child, man, woman, and child, came to the door. And I said, hi, please put on your mask before you come in. And the woman reached for her mask. And the man said, I don't have a mask. Do you have one? And I said, no, actually, we just ran out. And I looked at him and I said, but you're vaccinated, right? And he went, no.
0: Uh-oh, yeah. And what? I went,
3: so you you were just going to come in not vaccinated with no mask. And if I didn't ask you, what is happening? You know what I mean? And I didn't say all that to him. I just, in my mind, was like, no, you're not coming in without a mask. So from here forward, you have to wear a mask in the bakery. And it's, and it's um, you know, we are contradictions, right? Because I just taught a class with 10 people in it. I don't know if they were all vaccinated or or not. I can only hope.
0: But and they wore their masks.
3: No, people aren't doing masks in classes right now or at the gym. It's hit or That's miss. That's weird
0: because they've uh, said that for New York, and starting we starting notice-
3: August fifteenth. It's yeah. going to be mandatory vaccination pass to get into the gym. But okay. they haven't required a mask. Same with dining. You have to be vax. You have to show a pass of vaccination to get into indoor dining like we do at the Eagle. It's right now.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because this guy, Donnelly, who said, even for us, even for gay men who have been in the gay nightlife scene for years and years, he said, it's not the easiest thing in the world to go to a meeting with 10 CDC epidemiology experts and explain the intricacies of circuit week versus bear week and just how many hundreds of people they can squeeze into those spaces with terrible music. Donnelly laughs. He then goes on to say, I've been telling my friends you haven't lived until you've talked about twinks with the CDC. And <laughs> that's it's hilarious. interesting, Cody, because I know I've been going out... Bar hopping here in yeah. New York City. And I've noticed that for the most part, so many of the bars are asking, which I'm so happy for your vaccination proof, like proof of vaccination. And so um our community is a unique community. And we're at the what are your thoughts though? Because it's like we're at the forefront and we're also asking for people to prove your vaccine you're vaccinated.
4: Yeah, I think it's so amazing. I think that it's going to make people more accountable, just like that story that Lincoln just told about asking if the person was vaccinated before they came into the store, making people wear masks. I just spoke with a doctor friend of mine, and he was saying that in the, yeah, the urgent cares. He was speaking to a nurse there, and he was and he asked her what she worried about getting COVID. And she said that she because that's where a lot of people go to get tested. And and she was saying that she wears so many masks, and that nobody has gotten sick there, even though more and a lot of more and more people are testing positive for COVID. So the masks work, the vaccinations are working. So we just need to hold steady on this course, basically.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like you said, Lincoln, it's still out there. We got to be careful.
3: And for me, I, Peter and I, we're really staying home. Like we used to go to the, w- between being in retail and being in a gym setting, that's mm-hmm. about as much risk as I want right now.
0: There's this ad out by Snickers. I don't know if you saw it, but Snickers yanks homophobic Spanish ad under pressure from LGBT groups. I can't even believe this happened. Snickers pulled a controversial commercial in Spain after many condemned the advertisement, as they say, as homophobic. And it comes after a rise in homophobic violence, including the murder of a gay man. And I remember that story. The company released an apology, but in this particular campaign they said that we wanted to convey in a friendly and lighthearted way that hunger can change your character. Snickers Spain, as uh, that they posted on Twitter at no time, was it intended to stigmatize or offend any person or collective. And I watched the ad I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. but essentially it's in Spanish, but there's a guy, a waiter comes up to two guys and ask them like, what do they want? And One guy in Spanish who has a very high-pitched voice and somewhat flamboyant says something. And then the waiter looks kind of like the other guy and and throws a Snickers on the table and said, is this better? And essentially, he eats the Snickers and turns into, I'm using quotes, a butch version of the guy, bearded man, and says, better. And that... Like, actually went to press. Like, I can't believe that it actually happened. It perpetuates right. so many stereotypes and homophobia. Can you believe? I mean, Lincoln, you have the protein bakery, and in 2021, that this could actually fly.
3: Yeah, I'm always amazed in Spain? by stuff like that. <laughs> I, I can't believe that things that fly by and get itself, uh, you know, get published and think that people. Are going to buy them. I don't know. There was a clothing store that I'm a huge fan of.
1: You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
2: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.
3: it said it had a t-shirt that was white and on it, it had lettering that said white. And then underneath it had like four descriptions of the word white, like pure. And and I was like, who is going to wear that on their body? And I clicked on it to, I should have screenshotted it because I clicked on it to go and you couldn't find it for purchase. So wow. somehow the newsletter went out, and the moment the newsletter went out, they, like, backtracked and just pulled the item. But that, isn't that crazy? And and I remember going to my friend uh, who works at the bakery, and I was like, you did design for Ann Taylor. And this is not Ann Taylor, but it's he did, like, women's clothes. And I was like, could you imagine? And he goes, some of the things I saw, they never made it, but you never believe it. So, no, I I, I don't understand how stuff like that gets on the air. I don't
0: yeah and spain's leftist political party podemos wrote on twitter in the face of a wave of lgbtqi phobia including attacks and even murders snickers can't think of a better idea than to create a trashy commercial that tells you that you're not yourself if you are effeminate wow it's just so
4: get them i can't believe
0: yeah i mean were you surprised cody when you heard of this story I watched the the clip
4: and I was just aghast. I read the description first and I was and I said to myself, Oh, it can't be that bad but then I watched it and I saw how blatant it was and how they depict it because the other commercials that are like that are like Aretha Franklin's grumpy or Danny DeVito is grumpy. And it goes from something negative to something positive. So that's essentially what they're saying is that being a feminine is a negative attribute and being a masculine manly man is, is something to be revered basically. So I, I was deeply offended as somebody who is I've become to I've come to embrace all aspects of, of who I am, my femininity and my masculinity
3: as well.
0: Absolutely. I know. I'm glad they yanked it, but it just seems so incredibly tone deaf. And the thing that sorry,
3: I don't want to belabor the point, but yeah, the no. thing that's so crazy is they wrote it, they put it into storyboard, they casted it, they shot it, then they edited it, and put and put it on the air and during all of those steps not one not one person went maybe this unless they were aiming to piss people off yeah and that
4: and, and get the attention guy, the guy who's the before he's a a blogger or something how come he didn't how come he agreed to this that's my Oh is he a
0: gay really. blogger?
4: That's what I read yeah
3: More people wow. are going to watch this because of this than would you know what i mean like we just you just gave other examples of Snickers commercials. And read that that's Franklin kind of one. a tired, played out
1: <laughs> played out thing.
3: I remember Betty White was in one, I think, Yeah, at one point. And now that's been so played out that the only way for them to get coverage is to cross the line, maybe. I don't know.
0: But it's a good point because I was wondering about the person. I didn't know he was a prominent blogger or had social media following. But I was wondering when he you know what did he think about mm-hmm. playing this i mean was the paycheck that good that you didn't stop and say excuse me especially if you have a social media following yeah you know what i mean at what point do you not just say this is wrong people like <laughs> i cannot do this no i don't paycheck know. Is that's good
4: enough for me to throw away my morals and my scruples
0: no so, paycheck right exactly yeah. Well, all right. I got to ask this question, um, Cody. How many times do you ejaculate in, on an estimate <laughs> per month?
4: I did not. There's okay. a reason behind oh, this question. All right. um, I aim for. Uh, I aim for. So carry the two times three. <laughs> I aim for about fifteen times a
0: month. A month,
4: yeah. There we go. Okay. Final answer. All right.
0: Lincoln, Final if you were to answer.
3: say how many
0: per month, carry the one, might subtract. <clears throat>
3: okay, so I'm going to go generational. Um, <laughs> when I was in my <laughs> 20s, I was a lot a day. We've talked about this in the past, like like eight to ten times a day. I was a big jerk-off person in my 20s. Eight
4: to ten times a yeah. day?
3: Yeah, because after a while, it's dry, so there's no cleanup. You just get the sensation. Right. What? You've never. I did not know this. Yes, and that prolonged into my thirties, and then when I've been in relationships throughout my life, depending on how the relationship is, less or more. You know, I've always had a good relationship with myself, no matter what relationship Uh you know I'm in or not. Now with Peter, it's not so much of a priority. But when I am in California or we're separated, it is, again, a stress reliever thing. It is. And I can get up there to like four or five times a day, depending on what I'm going Nice. Well,
0: last week, yeah. And last week, we were talking about the potential, this small study of... The more you ejaculate could actually maybe prevent COVID. We were just talking about that. Well, now. Really? I'm never going to on... get
3: COVID ever. <laughs> well, it was a
0: very small study. Well, now they're saying ejaculating 21 times a month may cut prostate cancer risks. The American Cancer Society estimates there will be almost 250,000 new cases of prostate cancer this year. And about 34,000 men will die from the disease. And there's this Harvard and Boston universities found that men who ejaculate, like I said, 21 times a month, were a third less likely to develop prostate cancer. This was published in the Journal of European Urology. Researchers pulled the data from 31,000 men who gave their average monthly number of ejaculations. And the data comes from a 1992... From 1992 until 2010, quote, we evaluated whether ejaculation frequency throughout adulthood is related to prostate cancer risk in a large U.S.-based study. We found that men reporting higher compared to lower ejaculatory frequency in adulthood were less likely to be subsequently diagnosed with prostate cancer. And these findings provide additional evidence of a beneficial role of more frequent ejaculation throughout adult life. In the etiology of PC, particularly for low-risk disease, so okay. not mad at that. I I'm mean, it. It gives me something to shoot for. Little
4: yeah. <laughs> double entendre for the win. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Unless you do
3: it too much, then there's no shooting involved.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you think that? It mean, does it really mean like? What if you're dry? Do you still get the benefits? Do you think of it? I or think, I think I would think so. Isn't it
3: just? Because isn't it the about muscle is being in and muscles? Yes. Yeah, yes. it's like the, the you know the Sex in the City thing when they used to talk about squeezing your vagina, the Kegels? Yes. Kegels. Yes. And
0: we were whatever. just talking yeah. about it on with our Will Tantra, I'm Cody and now. I had him on. I'm doing. And he's yeah. He, the exercise <laughs> is twice now. twice a day, ten reps, squeeze and feel that warm feeling underneath. And on the last 10th hold, hold it for as long as you can, and you will increase the amount of ejaculation as well as, uh, yeah, and it will help with your Tantra experience. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. It is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I have a absolutely. number to
4: shoot
3: for now. Yeah. For. <laughs> I did it again, and I didn't even do this one on purpose. Sometimes I also like, like Peter and I like to do a Sunday where that's all we do all day. Like let's Those just exercises? Wake up. no, like let's uh, jerk off and have sex all day as much as we can, oh, yeah, oh, as a couple yeah. and and together and see how many. What's the number we can hit? You know that what I mean? Like, how many time times be good can you blow month? me in one day? Oh, I love that. It's a good. That's you hot. Know, Yeah, it's fun.
0: Psst, got a sex conundrum? Need another take on how to handle it in the bedroom or in the alleyway? Well, ask tags. Need some advice regarding your relationship? He's perfect, but again, we got you. DM us for some solicited sex or relationship advice and listen to our advice on an upcoming Tags podcast. Sometimes you just need a fresh perspective and objective ears. DM us on Instagram at Tags Podcast. We got you. Well there's an actor out there, Matt McCory. McGory, excuse me. Oh, I love him. He was on I love him too. He was on Orange is the new black. If you guys watched it, he was the
3: cop guy, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, and I had such a crush on him. He's so cool and I was looking up his Instagram and he's so I hate to use that word woke, but he's very woke with like Black Lives Matter and he's really cool, but he This was a while ago, but it's resurfaced on TikTok. He confidently said that he experimented with guys before, and despite identifying as straight, he's comfortable sharing that fact. And yet... it's Reese. He said that in 2018 on sort of a table talk, mm-hmm. but it's kind of come up again. The actor opened up about the idea that more people experiment with their sexuality than society lets on. And he says, when I was young, like a lot of straight boys, I experimented with the other boys, okay. he explained. And that is something that is so common, but nobody talks about. Um And one of the people at the table talk asked him to kind of clarify, well, what does that mean? And he goes on to say, well, like physically, I don't think it was sexual because I'm straight and I never found myself attracted to boys. But there's this thing where and I don't need to go into full details, he said, but, you know, we're just try things. He added. Yeah, he added that. And I'm so much I had so much shame about that for years after thinking I'm going to be famous one day, maybe. And someone's going to find out and it's going to destroy me. And maybe even at that point in time, it was a little less acceptable. But he decided to speak about it on the panel. And I'm going to say it here. I think that's pretty cool because, Lincoln, you often talk about a spectrum in general. And what's your thoughts about... Do you think a straight actor saying something like being so honest kind of helps the cause in general? Or what's your thoughts about that? Me? Me? Lincoln, sorry. (laughs) Oh,
3: me. Um, (laughs) I I don't know if it helps the cause. I think it just makes us more human. I think it just, you know, we're human beings. And we're so into this cross-section and this label and this, which everyone has their identity. And it needs to be celebrated. And if any of them are oppressed, they need to be liberated and protected and celebrated. And I get it. But it is just nice when people are, just human. You know what I mean? Like, I've slept with women, I've slept with men. I've had different experiences with different people. I don't think me sleeping with women is good for the cause of heterosexuality. (laughs) It's just Well,
0: yeah, maybe not the cause. That was probably not the right question. I guess my point for me, at least when I read this, what stuck out for me is, I when I was younger, I experimented, but I only felt comfortable for the most part, experimenting with girls. And ultimately I wasn't really attracted to girls, but I did as a gymnast, I remember having another gymnast friend and we were pretty young, like adolescents I'd say. And we dry humped a few times and took a bath together at another point. And I guess that's sort of experimenting in in various ways. And that was kind of my early way of experimenting And he turned out to be gay in the end, too. So I think it's kind of cool in one way for Matt to say this because we're still, even though there's so many people coming out and we see all these Olympians expressing their outness, but there's still so much homophobia. I mean, we just talked about it in the last story. And I think for an ultimately straight person to kind of say they experimented with this, it just wasn't for them, I think is pretty good to hear a straight person say that. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Cody, when you hear I, that?
4: I agree with both of you. I, but I also think that it is good for the cause because anything that normalizes exploring your sexuality and not really putting a stigma on playing around with or having an experience with, an, with the same sex, with a boy on boy, girl on girl, or what have you. Anything that runs the spectrum in the gamut. I think that the more it is talked about and the more that people are allowed to learn that this is something that is normal and that people can do all the time and 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 not putting shame on it is good for the cause and i think that this will help a lot of people
3: i yeah. you, you know what i like about that cody is it's good for the cause of sexual expression yes and expressing yourself in your sexuality for what it is in the moment. So you're right. I think it's kind of the cause across the board, right? Yeah, the human experience. Yeah, that's cool. The human experience. I love that.
0: Yeah, and I think more examples of this are really good because we seem to keep every week reporting on like out athletes and trans people coming out and some really positive stories. And then we keep reporting on the the crazy homophobia that is paralleling all of these stories at the same time. We talked about it on another show where it's the more we are seen, it's also bringing the inflammation of homophobia to the surface too. And they're kind of happening in conjunction and I liken it to a pivot in time at turning point that hopefully someday in culture society will be able to like look back on and like yep that was that turning point yeah. where things were changing and you're seeing all of it so but I haven't heard a st- I like you know we were just reporting on Matt Damon the other Matt uh, who uh. didn't know was it you Cody and I were
4: talking about I, it I don't who, think so but I heard of I heard the story
0: who just barely found out that by his daughter the the f word and not not talking to, the fag is like not right. cool yeah and he's a even bigger actor than Matt McGlo- McGory yeah. and so if and that was just like last week that we heard yep. that so to hear this Matt, the better Matt, the one I followed on <laughs> on Instagram today that I have a crush on, not the other one. He was but, on
4: how to get away with murder too, so I was yes, going right. to say that earlier. That's so yes. funny that you brought up. I
0: that. love him and and you guys if you follow his uh Instagram, he's so like into Black Lives Matter, he puts up pictures of books that are about being a white man and learning the exp- I mean yeah. he's so like I love him. Like I re- he's, he's my awesome. new favorite celebrity he's right now. Hard. I'm all about out of um yeah so i think it's kind of cool so anyways i love that and we're out of time and i want to thank my co-host today thank you cody Maurice Duggett, for filling in today it's been my awesome always, you can follow him yeah uh, follow him he's a life coach at kmd coaching on instagram or follow his personal account at mr more East. And Lincoln, follow him at Protein Bakery for his Protein Bakery at Protein Bakery, or his personal account at Mad Lincoln. Thanks, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Thank we'll you. We'll continue the conversation. In the meantime, continue having hot gay Gays. sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs>